everybody. Welcome to Tadaima, a Terrace House podcast, your weekly companion to your favorite show on Netflix. I'm Robert Scarpinito, and I am joined here by Daily Wilhelm. Heyo. Jack Zapeda. Hiroshimasai, everybody. And Colin Sparling. I would just like to give an ode to all of the beer that they drink on Terrace House. They drink a lot of beer. Like, are we not? Are we just going to, like, skip over that fact? Like, they drink. I feel like every meal, somebody has a beer. Leave it to the guy who works at a brewery. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was just thinking that because I'm drinking a beer myself. And yes, I work at a brewery in Seattle. By the way, (laughs) we just got rated top place to drink by Lyft in Seattle. Wow. Pimp, You're going to get some it. fans from the show coming to visit you now. You're giving too many identifiers out there. Yeah, now they'll know where you are. I work. mean, it's it's an extremely public place. I'm not worried about it. Fair awesome, enough. man. So, it's right by the Maserati dealership. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, the place is hard to miss. Somebody, If you're in Seattle, you're going to find it. <laughs> like, Yeah, let's just say he's optimistic about whether or not you're going to find the place he works at. Yeah, uh, just don't murder me, please. <laughs> So t- you said this about Taka, you bastard. On today's episode of Tadaima, <laughs> we're going to be recapping part four of opening new doors on Netflix because we're gearing up for that coveted, that special, that unbelievable part five debut on December 18 for you international Netflix viewers out there, which is probably most of you. Uh, and in our last episode, we recap part one through three. So if you haven't listened to that yet, feel free to check it out. But today we're starting right with episode 25 and going on until episode 32. And just as a reminder, the cliffhanger for part three was basically the kiss out of nowhere and the fallout from that. So that's kind of where we revisit this. And so we had to wait. All those Terrace House fans from North America had to wait eight, nine, ten long weeks stewing over that. To, and to see the resolution. And so I don't know about you guys, but I was really waiting for that to be addressed right back with the next episode. But that wasn't necessarily the case. Mm-mm. Do we all just want to start talking about the Santa X Shohei debacle this whole part? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that, that, wow. What a trip this whole thing was. Uh, so I mean I don't know know where to start. I the the thing that my mind instantly went to, I can't remember where in the timeline this is because it escapes me. But the part where Noah was just all of a sudden confessing to Shohei that yes, in fact I do like Sana, mm. right? And so like Shohei's like okay, and and in true Shohei fashion, he's just like this means war. I'm like oh, 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 fucking yeah. so dramatic. <laughs> and then Noah's just chill like yeah I guess so. He's like yeah I guess so. Uh, <laughs> no, it's like, I already know we've been making out for like weeks, dude. So it's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, don't, you don't know that till the end of the part, but like, right. It's rough. But admittedly at that moment, from the information that we have and the information that Noah appears to have, it looks like Shohei and Sena are very much a couple at that point mm. that, yeah. you know, they're going out and there's rumors of them kissing, etc. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not until later on that it's kind of thrown in there that, oh, by the way, Noah and Saner like have been a thing secretly. It's just kind of slid in there after it's been sol- almost solidified to us, the audience, that Shohei and Saner, there's a good chance they're going to be a thing still, even yeah. after the kiss. Yeah, I think it was first revealed when Yui and I are in the house and they're just talking on their own. And Yui mentions how... She once, like, during that one party they had where everyone got fucking drunk, that Noah went outside, he puked, 
Sana went to help him and they just started kissing. I vividly remember vomit this because Yui was like, vomit kiss. <laughs> I don't vomit know why kiss. Vomit kiss. <laughs> Did you enjoy your vomit kiss? Yeah. What, Jeez, what's uh, what's Japanese for vomit, Daily? Do you know? Well, it, it was like, giro? 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 Something like that. I forget. Osurimashita, hmm. sumimasen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, so anyway, yeah. they like each other enough to kiss through some vomit, which is gross. Listen, I've done my fair share of drinking. I've never gone to that level though, where like my inhibitions are just that closed off, right? That like out of sync. And so, wow, they must have been really, really tore up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what you call a puking rally, my friends. Or maybe their love for each other burns so strong. Right, guys? Maybe. <laughs> Through the vomit. <laughs> Through the vo- it cleans no, the vomit. Don't as talk about burning vomit now. <laughs> guys, this is Terrace House. The this is supposed for to be this? our pure, pure podcast about Terrace House. Right? Is, there, is there another way to dispose of vomit? Well, this see, is our puke, it's, puke. It's podcast. ironic because this part is probably the least pure Terrace House has ever been. Right, it's yeah. They're they're going places. Yeah, right? oh yeah. There, there's some there's some spots in Aloha State that I won't mention for the sake of daily. Right, but, but I mean, we we basically get some softcore porn by the end of this. Oh yeah. Oh wait, we're, we're jumping just, all the way here. We're jumping, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're going a little too fast. Still okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. go back to let's go back to Shohei. Let's go back to Shohei, Shohei with Sana. How at the camping trip, they like they kissed again. But it was it still felt very similar to that one time they kissed um after Sana's birthday dinner. Yeah, Off they were they were plastered too in that moment. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, like that they were at that point where or at least we know Sana was. Sana was at that point where like she looked like she was about to pass out in her chair. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like level of drunkenness. Although, and I mean, Shohei's like, like, well, this is a good opportunity as any to get a kiss in. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <And> you <laughs> have like, to wonder, right? Because so later on, we find out that Noah and Sana disappeared together at some point. You have to wonder where in the timeline that was. How drunk was she? They probably most likely were kissing at that on that trip, which is, you know, highly speculated. Right. We don't have proof, but it's likely. Yeah. Which is really sad with the juxtaposition of like Shohei, like the reason, not necessarily the reason why they were drinking, but like they were kind of celebrating, you know, he got, what was it, like number three on Spotify or something like In that, Japan. his band. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. that's huge. And everyone was congratulating him and he cried and everyone cried a little bit because they were like proud of him. He was proud of himself. And then like when he was before he was like kissing Sena, he was talking about like I want to ask you something but I don't want to ask you it while I'm you know drunk and mm. and later I think he alleged that he you know said some things that he wanted to say while sober but he said them while he was drunk on the camping trip mm-hmm. and I don't remember if like we saw what that was exactly other than just like him being like super affectionate with her yeah that was essentially all we saw at the camping trip and, well, yeah. that's just one side of the love parallelogram. It wasn't a love triangle. It was a love parallelogram. A love rhombus. Because that's <laughs> Shohei and Sana, right? But on the other side of this was uh, was Yui, Yui Noah. and Noah, right? And that's when she decided to pull him aside and pull out her list. Yeah. Her so paper list. Paper for this. <laughs> yes. To we are a prop-based <laughs> to, like, podcast. Basically question him. To see if he's worthy of her virginity, essentially. 
Yeah. And I, so she's got grand plans and schemes in mind oh. for her potential relationship with Noah, and he's skipping off making out with Santa on that very trip. So yeah, yeah, I, and I, I, I wonder if I wonder if like okay, so she's they're they're sitting on that swing during the camping trip, and then she's just grilling. Noah, like she's letting him have it. The fucking um, funniest shit ever. Man. Yeah, she's just like, why are you being such a piece of shit? Why are you going out partying and drinking all the time when you're you should be searching for a job and working on becoming a pilot? Consider shaving and your beard. Yeah, that part's like my favorite thing. It's it like, doesn't work for you. Can I feel your beard? Thanks, mom. I'd reconsider yeah. it. <laughs> I'd reconsider it, dude. <laughs> fucking no chill. No just chill. wow. Yeah, she took. An axe to his ego, <laughs> right? He didn't give a <laughs> shit though. He didn't. Care. Oh, not a, not at all. I I wonder, like, I wonder what happened, right? I, I I wonder if Yui was it Yui that mentioned in the first. I don't remember. Is it Yui that mentioned in the first place that she saw Noah and Santa going off? Was it her that said it mm-hmm. with I think like maybe. the puke kiss? The I think everyone kiss? knew. No, because... I mean during the camping trip. Yeah, no, um, that everyone was like they couldn't find them because like literally everyone looked for them. Was yeah. looking right. for oh they disappeared. Yeah, they, it's not like they, they just went off, you know, a little ways. They like got lost together. Because they kept having the like, oh, we've never really talked, Noah and I. Noah and I have never really talked. Yeah. Right. They were trying to cover it up. Right. But and yeah. it was kind of like, they sliding. were just playing it off for the camera. Right. Yeah. And and the editing was keeping like the editing was playing that up too. The way they were editing the show didn't make it seem like they were really like any head yeah like had any sort of communication rather mm. so it turns out that the reason why they never talk is because they're too busy using their mouths for other stuff like what damn, <laughs> damn. like what jack <laughs> um you know like drinking whistling water. <laughs> vomiting Whist- apparently whistle competitions <laughs> yodeling duck calls <laughs> mongolian throat singing uh- <laughs> gregorian chanting <laughs> That's the kind of music. That's why Santa wasn't into Shohei. Is that he didn't do the kind of music that she was into, which yeah. is Mongolian if, uh, throat singing. Yeah, if he could do that, then maybe they'd be together. Clearly, maybe not the then. Case. Um, oh shit, guys! And I guess while we're we're talking about Yui and Noah, we cannot forget the first half of this part, or the the major climactic battle between Yui and Mayu, was taking place, where Mayu kept trying to. Get Noah's attention so much, crashed and burned at the waterfall. She was <sighs> she was swimming up river, man. She was swimming uh, up a waterfall. Like, I mean, they, <laughs> that's what she was doing when they went to the waterfall. Yeah, she was just up the waterfall. Like, she ran into a yeah. bear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like uh, one of those situations where I'd like to be like, oh, like it was just a miscommunication. But Noah was doing his part in being very much disinterested and uninterested in her advances in being like, oh, it's probably going to rain that day. We probably won't be able to go or uh, I don't really want to go out to eat. I'm just going to go to the convenience store. Like he gave her many outs to stop this kind of embarrassing behavior that she was doing Mm -hmm. he was trying he's like yeah i literally lied uh, about going to take a bath (laughs) just to get out of that situation when uh, (laughs) mayu was laying it on really thick during that do you think that that might stem from the fact that you know she's a she's a swimsuit model right and she made it very clear upon her entry in the house that she thinks she's very attractive so you think maybe like she was, it was kind of like her blinders were on where it's like, eh, you know, I mean, he'll come around. I'm hot. Of course, he's going to end up, end up dating me. Mm. So you're saying, oh, you're, you're think, thinking that she thought her looks were just going to do the work for her. See, I got to say that 
I don't. I think that she probably has a low self esteem. I think it's probably the opposite, Robert. I think she doesn't think enough of herself, which is why she's so worried about mirroring other people to get them to like her. Yeah, right? that's I, like I think that's I like her that sentiment. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Point. I can see that. So Mayu yeah, crashes and hard. burns, and this leads to Yui. Like you see her change, and I remember when she first came on, she alluded to the fact that she has a dark side, and at first. You don't really see it, but the more she's winning against Mayu, the more it comes out where you kind of see her like being a lot more passive aggressive to Mayu and very like, uh, you know, pretty much lying to her face, basically. Yeah. And it, oh, yeah. it culminates in one of the coldest lines in the history of Terrace House where Mayu is about to Ooh. leave and Taka turns to Yui and is like, you have anything to say? And he was like, Ooh. nothing comes to mind. Damn. And then Mayu leaves. <laughs> Damn. Yui. Ice and cold. It, it's it's so weird that this is what happened with Yui, that she became like essentially uh Yamachan's favorite <laughs> because mm-hmm. of yeah. how cold she was. But it's scary. It, it just didn't seem like it was gonna be that way at first because you know, she was very like, Oh, this is my first time like living with other people. I've never been away from my mom for so long. I'm gonna miss her. And even initially when she and Mayu were clashing, she was upset by that and she wanted them to still be friends. And that's why, you know, she tearfully went to Mayu and was like, you know, Noah and I have been going out a lot and, you know, I don't even know if I like him, but I don't want to that to get in the way of our friendship. And if I do wind up liking him, I want to be able to tell you that. And that felt very heartfelt. So I'm wondering where the exact moment was that she was just like, I don't care. I'm not going to give a shit if your feelings are hurt. And maybe that was because Mayu just like really ardently pursued Noah, even though he clearly was not interested. And okay. apparently there, apparently there was some offline beef, too, I think, on Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I was going to I was going to mention that. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, yeah, I think where well, we also have the scene where Yui goes in and talks to uh, Taka, right? I think he talks to Taka about Noah. And basically, there's that scene where she comes back out from doing that, and Taka basically reaffirmed Yui to go for Noah. And Yui comes back out in the living room where Mayu is, right? And Yui, just for the life of her, cannot play it cool <laughs> at all. No, she has no poker face. Oh, not no, not, not at all. And so, you know, Mayu's like, well, what did you guys talk about? She's all giggly, and she's like, nothing at all. <laughs> that was so strange. I didn't take... Uh, Yui for being that much of like a liar you know she ended up kind of being like for me like the Darth Vader of the house though because she's scary <laughs> she really is like I'd be I'd be the most scared of her if I lived there like to ruffle her feathers oh yeah totally and um, but yeah to uh, to your point Jack just like the Instagram stuff there's a lot of stuff and a lot of off-camera stuff uh, surrounding the Instagram and beyond that I think we didn't get, which is what perpetuated a lot of the drama. Yeah, I remember now the commentators were mentioning that. They brought it up, how they were having offline beef on Instagram. And right. I think uh, Mayu was trying to call Yui out for like, oh, I thought you were a virgin or I thought you never kissed anybody or something like that. It was There was a lot more going on than what was portrayed just on you know, the editing floor, basically. <clears throat> yeah. And, right. And Dang. It's just cold. It's kind of a shame. Mm-hmm. But I've, I'd like to hope that Mayu learned something. And she's walking out. Well, she walked out of Terra House, but I'd like to hope that she walked out with lessons learned and she's a stronger person and a better person. It's all the best uh, to her. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I never Daily. disliked her. Yeah. Um, I just thought 
she was bad at reading people or even if she saw those signs in Noah, she just kind of didn't want to believe them because she wasn't left with a lot of options at that point Mm. as to like remaining on Tara's house if everyone was like really conveniently pairing up. Um, So yeah, I, I think she just wound up stuck in a hard place and didn't want to acknowledge defeat. Yeah. Yeah, she wanted to go out with some sort of grace. But um, do you remember, Daly, since since you've seen the episode most recently, so the commentators mentioned the whole Instagram beef that happens between Mayu and Yui. What exactly happened there? Do you remember? I don't. I don't remember. I'm, I remember having I, the impression that I think it's interesting that Terrace House, you know, things are happening live and people are able to kind of view that even while filming's going on just via everyone's social media. Whereas I think some other reality TV shows, at least in the West, usually like kind of cut people off, which I don't think is realistic to do anymore because social media has become kind of like people's other arm and to, you know, cut that off is kind of weird and makes things almost ingenuine. Right. And Jack pretty much hit the nail on the head when it came to that uh, Instagram debacle. It was mostly Mayu commenting on Yui's picture. According to the host, it was Mayu commenting on Yui's pictures saying stuff like, oh, I thought you'd never held a boy's hand. Oh, I thought you kissed people once. Oh, you know, just kind of like always fact checking her or always accusing her or being suspicious of whether or not Yui is being truthful in the house. Right. Which can't I think. Right. And I, um, to the, I think that's Mayu. I think it it almost comes off as like a defense mechanism, right? Like, I just think she was like desperate to find some sort of dirt on Yui because she. I don't think she could come to terms with the fact that like Noah didn't really like her. Mm. For, um, for me, the sad irony here is that they were competing for Noah and he didn't turn out being quite as high spec, I think, at, yeah. as first impressions would <laughs> right. uh, yeah. give right. the impression for. So like, he still has daddy's money. So if you're if you're looking for a guy who's rich and loaded, he's still high spec in that regard. But I mean, he's gonna he's gonna inherit it. But if you remember, his dad and his, his parents both said to him that people need to find their own way. Mm-hmm. So they he didn't really have like an allowance or anything. It didn't sound like. Yeah, and it, you kind of learn later throughout the show that Noah just parties all the time, even though he got that job via Taka. So like Taka is risking his reputation, right? By saying, right. hey, this guy Noah, he's a good worker. Like, he should work here. And then Noah just kind of blows off work. There was that one episode I remember where he said he was feeling sick in the morning, which probably means hangover. Um, uh-huh. And then he went to a doctor. And then when the doctor was done, he was like, well, I'm going to go play basketball now. And yeah. he was like, uh, d- but what about you? You called off work. Uh, and you right. know what? We're surprised. I'm surprised that we didn't see any scenes of Taka bringing that up. Mm. True. I wonder if that happened you know, that, offline. That, is, that is a good point. I, if I was Taka, dude, I would kind of be pissed. You oh. know what I mean? If, if I refer to a guy to my my place of work. Your brewery? And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, and they just start being lazy, not showing up to work, all that stuff. I mean, like, I would be pissed. Like, because, I, you know, you, you put your neck out to get someone a job and then they make you look bad. It's one thing if they're really sick and you're in bed all day and you go to the doctor and you start feeling a little bit better and, you know, and you hang around the house. But to go play basketball is just so blatantly arrogant. Yeah. You know, it's just really disrespectful. Yeah. Right. You're basically saying that, like, oh, there was nothing wrong with me at all. And, like, I'm just being a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. It surprised me because 
I remember when Noah first came on, there was a lot of scenes of him like sitting in the guy's room and like studying or, you know, the whole reason he got the job was because he was so determined for saving money for the pilot's license test. And then slowly it kind of became like, oh, he's sleeping in all the time. He's skiving off work, etc. He he really went from being like this princely character to like just this kind of yeah. bum. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, he became it, the dude. The dude. <laughs> yeah. The dude. I think it and it's becoming like so. What's interesting too, because we 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 heard all this about Noah actually kind of being a bum, and going out drinking all the time, but we don't actually see any of it, right? And and it's becoming more and more of a trend as time goes on in, in this uh, new series of Terrace House, where we're just being surprised a lot. Mm-hmm, I feel mm-hmm. like that's that's becoming a common theme here. Whereas mm-hmm. when it happened in say Boys and Girls in the City, it was like a huge thing when that happened because it already it basically only happened once. Yeah, kind of like that off-camera debacle uh-huh. uh, that I won't go into too much detail. Uh, but now it's like we're kind of expecting it. I I, I don't know. It, it could be just be me, but watching the show now, I'm expecting there to be more to almost everything that happens. And I'm wondering why that is. I mean, is, you yeah. have to wonder: is that a creative choice, or is that just they only record in shifts? And so, you right. wonder. Well, yeah, and I mean, I get the idea that like you only have so much permission to go certain places as a camera crew and things like that. Uh, but like the the, the Santa Noah thing, I, I kind of get that for kind of uh, bringing that to its peak and drama kind of exploding all at once. That's I think that's just interesting storytelling. But the whole idea of like Noah actually being part like a being a part of you on the side, like I think they could have showed us that, right? I don't know why that would have been an issue. And you got to wonder yeah. here now, maybe this is where this show really differs from what we come to understand from reality TV. Whereas maybe Terrace house is a show where the members of the house, if there is something that they don't want on camera, they pretty much have as much control as they want to make sure it doesn't get on camera. And that's a departure from what we're used to in terms of the language of reality TV. And something here to consider too, is that, uh, a lot of times you'll notice throughout all the seasons of Terrace House that the people on the show can watch their own episodes. Like it, it's usually a six week delay, three to six week delay, but you'll see at times you're like, oh man, remember when this happened? They're like watching it on Netflix, right? On the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And part of that too might be that, you know, you're trying to build dramatic irony and that the audience knows something that the people on the show don't. But once you like, let's say they did film Noah and Santa going off together in the camp, right? It'd only be a matter of time before Shohei becomes the audience and sees that, and that in and of itself affects the house. Like, so that would be very meta. It would be Terrace House affecting Terrace House. I see house. what you mean. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Selective editing point. for the purpose of, of the contestants as well, or contestants. Uh, Who's going to win? People in the house. How, yeah. How, yeah. You know what? This brings a, a larger question here. Daily, I'm curious to ask you this question. How would you refer, how should we refer to the members of Terrace House? Are they members? Are they roommates? Are they characters? Are they, you know what I mean? Like how, like what, what are they? I mean, what are their pronouns? I think member, um, just because that's how, like in the show they refer to like getting a new member. Shin, shin, shin member. member. Yeah, um, that's fair. Because I do, I do keep wanting to go back and say like characters, but it's like, these are people. Mm-hmm. They're just, you know, people. And that's why... I think there are some kind of moral debacles then when you're like shipping people 
and it's like they are real people with you know real lives and real prerogatives and real feelings and we can't you know project ourselves upon that and you know force them to do or get mad at them for not behaving the way that we expect them to i mean i think it's fair to be kind of mad at like noah when he's you know putting you know taka's reputation at risk but simultaneously we can't be like oh but he was supposed to be you know like the prince character for yui you were the chosen one (laughs) see you were supposed to be better than this in some ways i agree with that but also they all sign contracts to be on a tv show so i'm like Mm. i'm sure that just like by by virtue of hey i'm gonna be on tv you're playing a character you know if you met these people in real life like at a bar or something they'd probably act differently or they might put on that same character because they're thinking, oh, you know me from Terrace House, so I've got to I've got to be Noah from Terrace House. Ma, 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 Yeah, ma, ma. And, and I think so, like, too, when there is a person in the house that is sort of playing a character, for the most part, it's usually pretty noticeable. I think Sena is a good example, right? There's definitely a, um, a, quite a few moments where you could probably say that she's playing a bit of a character, or at least she's over, she's overplaying herself a little bit she's up it upping it you know? she's, like she's very aware i feel like she's the most aware that they're on a show i mean this is yeah. her fourth rodeo yeah she's a right vet. she's a vet. fourth appearance yeah Damn. right yeah, yeah she's a vet yeah she needs to go on and graduate come on santa <laughs> so go, go find go go find your youngins elsewhere gross uh, so let's rope this back to shohei here let's talk about his departure because yes. we've talked about mayu leaving <sighs> But we haven't talked about probably the most tear-filled departure of Terrace House history. I think of two things. I think of him crying in the middle of the song, Rambling Rose. And I think of Coleman Lawn Chairs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That product placement, right? It was very powerful. (laughs) Oh, my God. It It was was iconic. It was so obvious. It was like, like, well, Coleman has a habit of having product placements and Japanese things. I mean, really? Final Fantasy 15, anyone? Oh, it's true. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know there was oh. Coleman camping gear in Final Fantasy yeah. 15. Wow. Um, among other sponsors, including credit cards. Cup noodle. Uh, yeah, cup noodle. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the big, the, the big finale with the barbecue slash concert at the house, but also we kind of, we kind of skipped over it, but, uh, before he leaves the house, uh, uh, the Noah and Shohei, they have another talk in the bedroom where Noah essentially tells Shohei in a joking fashion that him and Santa kissed. Oh, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And that was my kind of like oh. want to punch Noah in the face moment. <laughs> like that's that is one of those moments where it's like if they weren't on camera, like how would he have reacted? Because like I think he let Noah off way easy with just being like oh. he he did he was like you know i don't understand why you're doing this like how how you can like just be like telling me laughingly yeah that he's like i don't get Sana. you like dude yeah you're right he was way easy on him yeah he was yeah. very calm and collected which i give him respect for because you have to be you have to have a very cool head to respond to something that way Mm-mm. yeah that would have resulted in a punch in the face if this was like real world or big brother or something yeah. i just don't know what noah was thinking like Especially was he trying point. to get a rise out of him? Was he trying like to be it. a jerk? Yeah. Or was he, he just that ignorant? Yeah. Why? I mean, why else would you tell someone that? Uh, I mean, you have to be expecting, unless you're just so in your own head 
that like the whole expectation versus reality thing that Jack was talking about in the last episode. Yeah. It, uh, but like he was, was just he like, drunk. Was he drunk? I don't, was he I don't know. I think he was just one of those things where like he just thought he could throw it in there and, and pass it off because he's like, oh, yeah, you know, show show he did the whole I declare war thing. I'm just going to slip in there that like mm. I'm winning. I don't know. Tr- it doesn't come shit. off anything other than egotistical. I was just going to say, try that shit on the floor, Florabama coast and see what happens to you. Yikes. Noah. <laughs> see, I feel like it's more of him already used to the fact that like Shohei's a nice guy. You know, he's been very supportive of Noah throughout this before. And then yeah. he wasn't thinking of Shohei's feelings. He was just thinking of, oh, Shohei's the guy that I go to for advice sometimes. And like, this is one of those situations where something happened and I so wanted you think to was, tell him about it. seeking advice? Is that how you see it? Maybe not seeking advice, but that's like, other than him, like literally just being a jerk, that's the only thing I could think of, like as to how right. maybe he was he, so he, in his own head that he was like, yeah. oh, you know, I tell Shohei everything. Yeah, he was thinking of him more as a friend, as an advisor than, you know. An enemy as in a, romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah than someone in competition with. And, and the sadness about this is that Shohei was even giving Noah good pointers, good tips to have a clean break with Yui. Right, yeah. remember that. He was encouraging him to do that right away so that paved the way for Santa. Yeah. Sad. So maybe yeah, that's why in his head he was like, oh, this is fine to talk about with Shohei because he helped me out already. Yeah, maybe that's the way he looked at it, but it just it didn't go the way he pictured it in his head. And he was trying to I don't know if he was laughing just to kind of break up the awkwardness, but it it just resulted in the opposite effect. Yeah, the laughing yeah. made it way worse. And <laughs> yeah, it made it so, so, so much worse. And, and to me, and, where I can understand maybe, yeah, he's coming at it as like, oh, he's my friend. I tell him everything. When your right. friend confesses to that girl at a church that he called ahead of time and was like, <laughs> hey, I want to confess to this girl. Can I do it at your church? We, do, we don't care. We're a public place. Yeah, I'm coming in next coach. Saturday at 7 p.m. Yeah, we yeah don't, I don't know why you're open. telling me this. Normal we're, we're, you can just go in. We don't give a shit. But so, yeah, like, he, like this is a very grand gesture. So clearly Shohei is very invested in Santa. And the fact they got rejected was devastating. And to not have the mental acuity to think, like, maybe telling him now isn't the best idea that I kissed the girl he was chasing. Like, like I think there's just a lot of disconnect there. And, like, uh, that's beyond not really thinking about your other friend's feelings. And it's it's more into something ignorant. Yeah, it, it just does not look good from for any reason. And I, that's why I thought that it was even stranger when we get to Shohei leaving during the barbecue slash concert, whatever you want to call it that Noah was basically bawling his eyes out when everyone else was. And, like, I understand, like, everyone else, it's very emotional and everyone's sad and stuff, but it's like, yeah. dude, Noah, like, you, like, stabbed him in the yeah. back. Yeah. That was, well, somehow it made it sadder for me. I was like, wow, if Noah's crying, then this must be really fucking sad. I mean, he's crying in the middle of, like, verse two and shit. I mean, that was rough. I want to download <laughs> Rambling Rose right now. But I have a question for you. Now, sorry if I'm totally off-base timing-wise, but after this song they all kind of hug up is this where the noodle slide happens the bamboo noodle slide or is it later i cannot remember oh. it's driving me crazy yeah, it okay. is it's right after song. Right. okay, okay. we need to bring slide. this up we need to bring this up because gentlemen we have never discussed this noodle slide in any podcast form here what the fuck gentlemen? was the noodle slide well yeah i'm talking to two of you specifically Oh, we never talked about oh. this. What is this noodle slide daily? If you can shed any light there, there's like b- half bamboo shucks or whatever you call them. 
and I, there's a slide and there's water going down it. There's like a hose and they're throwing these noodles down and then they're catching them and eating them. What the actual hell is going on here? I need to know. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> so the, the noodles themselves are so men. And it's like something that you do in like the summer. It's called um, like flowing noodles, flowing somen. And it's like a summer treat because they're cold. And you have like your little bowl of sauce that you then dip the noodles that you catch in. But what that requires is to have like a hose at the top with like cold water. And then you just have someone dropping in bunches of noodles that you then have to catch before they hit the bottom because then you can't eat them if they hit the dirt, obviously. It's just like a fun thing that you do during like Golden Week. Um, And they do them like at parks and they do them at barbecues. It's it's kind of weird, but I I would think it would be fun. It's I'd super it. weird, but it's just like, because what, eating noodles isn't exciting enough. We had to like spice it up a little bit. Is yes, that <laughs> we needed to. I mean, I think it's the same idea as like at some bars, how they have like the ice sculpture that you take shots through. Mm. <laughs> I, yeah. I think it's a similar thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I thought that was a, so weird. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's the, it's a novelty. It's a party prop. That's to be I'm fair. They're, oh, so it's the beer bong of Japan. Except, yep. Sure. Yep. Sure. Noodle. A noodle bong that kids so. can participate in. Yep. Grab the noodle Folks, bong. Guys. The hey, Chris, you want to hit the noodle bong tonight? Yeah. Oh, no. We might be starting a whole new industry here, guys. Take a big hit of that noodle. I mean, also yeah. Japan is the land of the sake vending machine, so I'm all for it. Let's hey, do it. And they have porn vending machines go. too on the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, the thing that um, surprised me the most, other than the flowing salmon um, at the party, was that so prior to this the only person Shohei told that he was going to be leaving was Taka and you know they had their own cry session over that because they really became like brothers and they like said like I want to be lifelong friends I want to still be friends after this and it was really touching but halfway through rambling roads I think even before Shohei started crying himself that was kind of the moment that everyone realized like, oh, he's leaving. And I'm sure there was like more hints to that that we didn't get on camera. But for me, that was just a really powerful moment of like everyone suddenly was like, oh, oh, no, he's he's leaving us. This is it. Like we yeah. thought this was going to come. We just didn't know when. Oh, was it not revealed before the song? I don't think no, anyone. No, he said it at the end. He said it uh, yeah. to everyone at the end. So, oh, okay. so at that point, gotcha. only oh, talking man. you. And, you know, so maybe this is my more cynical take on it. Um, this is definitely more in regard to Colin's comment earlier about how he found it weird that Noah was crying. I think at that point, going through Noah's head, maybe it was more, it'd be worse for me if I wasn't crying. Because then I'm like that ah. dick. <laughs> and that's going to be on international TV. Hmm. Don't maybe, but guy. if he can summon the tears just like that, like, you know, insincerely. I mean, like, that's yeah, like, kind good, of... good for him to be able to do that. <laughs> you're like he definitely didn't mean it <laughs> yeah that's, that's my thought at least yeah because yeah. yeah like at that point everyone else was just bawling you know even Santa who was the quote unquote victim of his uh, his love attack his romantic you know love attack approaches his love attack there's a song show hey <laughs> write a yeah. name write a song for the sequel that to, the sequel to password yeah love attack can't wait can't wait for that anime. love attack yeah. <laughs> love hack it was it was interesting at the end of the barbecue when like it was nighttime and they were like taka and shohei were like ugly crying and everyone was tearing up mm-hmm. um something came up that 
I noticed had been happening since Sena rejected Shohei. She's been calling him Shohei-chan, which to me was just kind of like weirdly condescending. Mm. Um, oh, yeah? Like even like the moment that she rejected him was like, go men Shohei-chan. Like that she made herself look really confused that like this had happened when it's like girl you knew this was going to happen you knew this was upcoming (laughs) and then at the barbecue she was like you know we we love you we love you we love you chohei chan and it was just like but meaning like in a belittling way like a little brother kind of way like she said daisuke which i think like everyone there definitely like loved shohei for sure but it was just it's still read as just like pretty condescending to me especially when he mm. was being pretty mature about their breakup yeah quote unquote well, as much as he could really, be yeah he didn't yeah. whoop that noah ass uh yeah. he didn't whoop that noah ass let me uh let me like also add to the list of things that happened on terrace house that i never thought would happen in real life when he's like tearfully you know snotting all over himself and he's like turning to sonny he's like i really liked you and she just goes thanks it's like what interactions like that ever happened if anyone ever teared up like i really liked you i wouldn't just be like thank you yes like it just seems so cold man so callous he oh show you like i love you i I know i know yeah all right han Han solo sana san and maybe to to build off that the fact that daily thinks sana was being very condescending to shohei not even like just like the next freaking episode Noah mm, and Santa mm. just mac out so hard on camera. Like, not even a Ooh, brief oh moment of, like, respite for, hey, rip Shohei. It's just like, bam, let, he's gone. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just, like, Shohei's worst nightmare this next episode. And I, they spent, spent a disproportionate amount of time on Noah and Santa getting it on if, in this if, episode. If this it is felt your, like half the episode. No, dude, if this is your first, like, season of Terrace House, like, not to, like, ruin it, but, like, this never happens before. So, like, everything else is going to seem very tame in yeah. terms of love life, like, compared to what happened with Noah and Santa at the karaoke bar, wherever they were. Well, at least how yeah. much yeah. they show on camera. Like, yeah, yeah by the way, the words were out on whether or not that was public. Yeah. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. This is an example of the right way to grab someone's face and kiss them. <laughs> like, I mean, no. at the very Jim, least. He had, very least. he had the hitch technique <laughs> of the 70-30% going on. It was I mean, pretty good. That was the, that's so the way you do it, gentlemen. Fr- <laughs> one of Shohei's friends is like, listen, man, I know this is going to be hard for you to watch, but this is how you should have oh. did it. <laughs> Damn. Let's watch the tape. Let's rewind the tape. Damn. Yeah, rewind. Like, frame, let's do an ESPN breakdown here. Frame by frame. Yeah, yeah you got Kirk ESPN Herb Street drawn circles. Yeah, you got the yellow marker. But you see right here, see how his lips look? That's what you want to make your lips look like. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> no. I mean, seeing them together, though, that made, everything made sense then. Like, they're both into the same lifestyle of you know like going to the bar and getting Getting like fall down drunk and making out at the bar and then not making it home and it's like (sighs) sure if that drives if you both are on that wavelength then of course you were going to wind up finding each other and getting together it's just that i think i don't want to blame it on other people's expectations because i'm still surprised but you know I think that's just the way Sena wanted to roll the entire time, and that's why she was unsatisfied with Shohei. And, and I'm still, you know what? I agree with that to a certain extent. I still don't think, 
I don't know what happens, but I still don't think Santa really wants a relationship relationship. I think she just wants like a fling. She just wants to smang that. Mm. I mean, clearly, yeah, smang it. Like she's clearly is like, take me home or what she say? Like, let's not go home or I can't remember the exact line. She says, I think it was just let's go to a hotel. Let's let's spend the night together. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, the next morning. So and it occurred to me, I think it, you were in town, Jack, when we watched this episode. Didn't we all me, you and Robert watch it together? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I think we didn't we mention that when it shows uh, Noah coming back the next morning and we're like, oh, wait, Sana just went directly to work. Yeah, what did she wear from, from so, the hotel? Yeah, like Ooh, she, like what? She's wearing the same clothes and everything. Didn't shower the sex funk off? Like Ooh, maybe the shower happened, but she yeah. Did she bring clothes? Like was she preparing for this whole time? Did she have it? Like I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just really strange. But then Ooh. like Noah comes in. <laughs> and he's just like announces to everyone it's like yeah me and Santa like we stayed banged. the night together yeah. we we shmanged They're like <laughs> like it was just whatever no biggie yeah, yeah. everyone was just kind of like oh okay no free yeah. I mean every- yeah he's just like like just just in case anyone had any sort of doubts yeah we we did the thing we did the thing one of the cringy things with that was Yui's uh reaction to that like the girls there oh, yeah, were like he told cla- they were like clapping right. and stuff and they like they were pretending to be happy and it's so obvious that they weren't happy about that news but they still had to feel like they act- they had to act that way mm. i was like that was awkward for me i guess yeah knowing how the girls felt about it yeah so we're pretty much left off with Sano noah being like yeah let's be a date let's date let's be a thing let's be a date let's be a date one date um, I want to. I want to rewind us though, because I feel like we're leaving the new girl in the dust. Yeah, I love all Aya. about sweet, sweet Aya. She walks in and is basically just straight up, "Hi, I'm Aya. Taka, you're my fucking yeah. type. Where's Taka? <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> I need Taka. It's like comes in the door like Donkey Kong, like Taka. <laughs> like I, I really think uh, the, and I said this before, but I really think that the producers were trying to p- play matchmaker here for Taka. They're like, "Hey, dude, you've been here a long time. Nothing's really panned out. Merry Christmas. Here's a girl <laughs> that we that we cast solely for her obs- because of her obsession for you, physically and emotionally." Yeah, you know, he's got to be Taka's got to be encroaching on Armand's record for Boys and Girls in the City He's on, up there. on the longest stretch of being on the show. I don't know. I don't remember exactly how many episodes Armand was on, but he was there pretty much until the end. Armand was there for right? 36 episodes. I was going to say, ask Robert. He knows exactly. I think, I think yeah. it was 36. And Taka is currently at 32. Oh, wow. Yeah, which we'll find out here really quickly how much longer he's going to be on. So, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about predictions in a little yeah. while. Yeah, in the next episode. But, uh, but yeah, now I think... I and Taka are gelling pretty well. I think I feel like he might have been a little overwhelmed at first and maybe still feeling a little burnt from Ami when sure. Aya first came on and was like, oh, you're you're definitely my type. But it's like I've been watching, you know, the show and everything. And she was the one that like asked him out and was like, you should take me to go get like ice cream. I like ice cream. And they did. And it was it was cute. I think they they work really well. They talk. Um, and she's not, you know, like Mayu was where, what was it that he described? He was like, uh, you know, flowers follow you where you go. Yeah. She frolics wherever she moves or something like that. Yeah. I think, I think she's a good in between, between like Ami being like really kind of cold and like not making up her mind and Mayu who's all like, hua versus, (laughs) and Aya's just in the middle there. Yeah. Aya's got some good chutzpah. I like her. 
she's like she's someone I'd like to actually like go to coffee with or something, you know. Like she looks like she'd have, she'd be a lot of fun. Um, I can't shake the feeling though that I think they're not going to be together. Hey, hey, you're um, encroaching on the next. I, I am. Episode, I am man. encroaching. True, but I guess throughout this part, they go on a few cute dates. They do the skateboarding date. They did that ice cream date. And I feel like they went on one more maybe that I'm forgetting. Um, they had presents. They exchanged uh, gifts. Yeah. They exchanged yeah, gifts. Yeah, you got them underwear. Dude, got a, a robe that said, I think you're beautiful or something. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. No, it was a towel. Yeah, it was, oh, it was towel. a towel. Hey. It's yes. a lotion. You, you guys are right, too. Aya did give him some boxers. And then on the next date, he was like, yes. Yes. My son Here is comfortable. It's <laughs> yes, like, I'm glad. You didn't have to tell me that. <laughs> my son is comfortable. But I'm glad. That is a quote. We're writing that down right oh, now. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my son. Stop. My son. Uh, listen, no one. I don't know any anyone and i've i've lived a lot of life i've no i've never known anyone use that phrase and that word to describe that in quite that way gentlemen <laughs> they're delicates i never want to hear it again <laughs> did that rub you the wrong way yeah well it didn't rub his son the wrong way I oh i knew that was coming it. stop it uh, we're, we're was that, no was that was that like a weird thing like i mean he laughed <laughs> he seemed to get a laugh out of it talk was very amused with himself yeah. What was, your take? I, what, what was your reaction when that happened, Daily? I was like, really? Like, there's many euphemisms <laughs> that can be used, but that one just was like, eh, eh. It was just, like, if it you wasn't said, like, stick, um, like, which I kind of, like, have already been used to because of the commentators, that's one thing, but... stick. But, son? Son? My yeah. Son. Yeah, it's a little know. weird. It's a little son. strange. It might be a Japanese and, thing. And it, she was it like... No, one of those cultural barriers. Oh, is it? She was like, uh, I was like, I'm glad I didn't ask, but I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. TMI. <laughs> but good yeah. for you. <laughs> good but for I you. Mean, but I mean, here's the thing, though. Like, boxers as a gift from a girl that you're not even dating yet. Like, officially. That's a very intimate gift, I think. I would definitely think that's not a friend zone gift. Right. Mm -mm. Like if no, that's definitely if I was dating. Yeah. If I was dating someone and they got a friend at work, a guy friend at work, like boxers, I'd be like, excuse me. You know what I mean? Because because she's already like, I'm thinking about your boxer area. Essentially, it's like the unspoken thing there. You know what I mean? And beyond that, too. Like, I mean, it's a common thread nowadays. But the idea of like gifting someone underwear or socks, like those are things people don't buy for themselves often. And like getting it as a gift is like very thoughtful. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think that. it's friend zone stuff. I don't think that's friend zone. That's not no Amazon gift no. card. We ain't giving away no boxers on our uh, on our <laughs> contest on this podcast. Oh, maybe we, we should, should now. We should, maybe, maybe it's like theme appropriate. I mean, with Aya, there's just been no ambigu ambiguity. Like she's just like, yes, I like I like Taka. I'm just kind of waiting and seeing if he likes me back. And it even is to the point where like people have had to mention to him and it's like, hey, like she likes you, but she thinks that you don't like her because you won't make eye contact with her or you won't do this. Yeah, he's he acts a little bit weird around her sometimes, which. Yeah, he acts like he has his guard up mm. like he's like it's almost like he thinks he it's too good to be true, like or something like that. I don't know. It, it's it, yeah. it's put, it puts me off because it's obvious that he likes her, but it's it's like he can't get himself to believe it. I mean, also like he also he's probably very scared to like screw it up too because it'd be ultra ultra rejection if like you're, this is like teed up for you so to speak and you strike right. out somehow too. And so right. that might be nerves there too. And a, another part of the nerves might also be that 
how to phrase this. It's kind of like your biggest fan is trying to date you rather than another human being who you've gotten to know. Cause like she introduced herself basically as right. I, I am your fan. I've seen you on Terrace house and you're just my type, mm. you know, like play. Maybe. Yeah. Like don't treat them like an idol. Cause then you're going to get treated like a fan play exactly. stupid games, win stupid prizes essentially. Right. And he just, yeah. that's fair. He doesn't want to be on a pedestal, I guess to put it that way. Right. And another thing is too, is <laughs> after he went through the whole Ami arc, right. He was so used to at maybe at that point being the person that's chasing the other where now the roles are reversed and he's not really having to do the chasing as much, right? He's more so just, he just has to accept Aya and like basically in, he's got to let her in. He's got to let his guard down. She, and uh, that's where we're at right now. And that's where we're waiting to see if that happens or not. She put that theory. taco on a pedestal guys. <laughs> yep. yeah, don't do it. Put him on a, put him on a snowboard, but there I have a theory. <laughs> I have a theory, but that's for the next episode as to oh, what Taka's reservations are. Spoiler cast. Yeah, don't lose it. Spoilers. So one one last pin I want to put on the Taka Aya talk is that in this part, we have also seen back on Taka's home farm with his dad and his older brother who have both been asking him, so uh, oh, yeah. find a girl yet? You uh, Damn, there's getting, pressure from all sides. Yeah, you man. getting ready to uh, get married? Have some uh, that's, kids? That's the last thing you got to do, right? You just yep. got to get married. Yep. I mean, I guess 31 is considered old to be single, apparently. guess so. Mm. Uh, so that, there's just a lot of pressure on Taka, perhaps. I want to end this episode by talking about the newest member, the shinnest member of our Terrace House, Shunsuke Izuko, who comes in, or is Izukoe, right? Mm. Yeah, he's a he, he comes in to replace Shohei after he ramble roses his on his way on out of there. And Shunsuke is 21 years old, aspiring makeup and hair artist. But what makes him extra interesting for the Terrace House is this is the first time, unless it happened in the very first season that I've never seen. But this no, is, this is the first. Yeah, it's the first time we have gotten an LGBT member of the like uh, someone in the LGBT community in the show. He has claimed that he identifies as bisexual, or at least he's he's a little bit confused and wants to explore and figure things out. He's looking for a bear. He basically asked. He wasn't in the house five minutes. Like, you guys know any guys? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Like, show history here. So that's cool. It's going to be interesting. It's going to definitely be a, a, a curveball, you know, from what we've come to know and expect from Terrace House. And I think it's funny, too, his friends, uh, when they're doing the preview where they don't really show anyone's eyes yet, uh, his friends are asking him, like, are you going to sleep in the girls' room or the guys' room? <laughs> and it's like, no, the guys' room. Yeah, totally. So <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm hype because I think one of the things I had a reservation I had with Terrace House was I was like well this just assumes everyone's heterosexuality this makes that the default because it's you know six guys and six girls and maybe that kind of upset could happen at some point where like maybe two of the girls start hanging out more two of the guys start hanging out more in less of a platonic way but this definitely like puts a name to it and puts it out there as a possibility and you right. know kind of takes that default off checks it off which i'm really hype about yeah and well, it's just interesting to note that i mean uh i guess any kind of sexuality that isn't just straight on hetero in japan is just very not looked down upon but it's not as big as it here, is here in the u.s it's not as widely accepted as it is in america I, mean, we, I don't mean to open this whole can of worms but japan is like widely known as one of the most sexist 
uh, cultures on the planet, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, men and women have their roles. They're very well-defined. You know, the the men, like, where you stand in an elevator, who gets the tea ready, who speaks when. It's very based on, you know, a lot of that is predicated on what your sex is. So it's interesting to see. My hope is, fingers crossed, I don't know what's going to happen, but my hope is that this cycle of when people don't find any love right away they leave i hope that that's not the case with this person if he's the only one there right he's gonna have to find love until maybe someone else comes into the house that might be you know interested in him like he might have to look outside of the house for any kind of dating possibilities and so maybe that would mean that his visit and stay at terrace house is not as long so i hope that doesn't happen but only time will tell yeah, I, I just think it's a step in the right direction, though, for sure. And, I mean, things are getting better both in Japan and here in the States um, regarding LGBT rights, right? I mean, we just got same-sex marriage like two years ago, right? In the States. Yeah, yeah um, two or three years ago. Right. So, you know, things are looking up. And now that Netflix is international and it's, it's affecting Terrace House, things in Terrace House are going up. So I'm just very excited to see how Shunsuke shakes out because we really don't know much about him. We see him for about five minutes and then this part ends. Right. And I, I'm really just excited to see like uh, like a bisexual person on the show and just to see how that changes the dynamic in the house. Right. I feel like that's going to bring a whole new whole new set of of occurrences that we've never seen before in the show. Um, so that'll be super interesting. And I, I think I, I share your sentiment, Robert, where like I he or maybe it was I'm sorry, maybe it was you, Jack, that said that he's probably going to be looking outside the house for for someone and i think that's also a first right that would be a first that if if he does end up with someone outside the house well no there's been some i don't want to get into spoilers but um it'll be it's a unique situation and it also you know there's a high potential here for good stuff but there also is i'm not trying to be pessimistic but there's just high potential here for bad stuff too so we'll see what happens oh yeah yeah Yeah. and i'm very interested to hear what i worry about same. I'm interested to hear what the panelists are going to say, too, because I remember that they have made quite a few, you know, like, uh, oh, maybe he swings for the other team kind of jokes, you know, <laughs> and, and now those jokes are actually reality on the show. Like there is actually someone who bats for both teams. Right. To use that <laughs> euphemism. Fucking jokes. <laughs> yeah. The word for uh, bisexuality in Japanese is uh, Ryo se Aisha and Ryo is literally just both. Mm. And what's both say Aisha? No dos. <laughs> Why not both? What, what's say Aisha? Just out of curiosity. Say Aisha? Um, as far as that's like sexuality. Mm. Um, because then you have like uh lesbian is Jose do say Aisha, and Jose uh, is like woman. Girl. So yeah. yeah. That's cool. It's good to know. Yeah. So I think that pretty much has us all caught up with the end of part four. Unless We're here. we are there we're on the precipice we have arrived we have arrived we're on the edge of glory so (laughs) the next episode we're going to be talking about our predictions for what part five is going to be our hopes our dreams our gambles our bets all of that will be laid out to bear on the next episode which you can expect next monday no this thursday this thursday Um, I also want to give a little shout out here as a correction for our show. So in episode two, we talked about how Terrace House Closing Door, the movie, did not debut in theaters when in fact it actually did debut in theaters on Valentine's Day of 2015, which is cute. 
Um, and we got that information yep. from uh, someone named Scott in our Facebook group. Shout out to Scott. And uh, if you want to read more about his post, because he posted a lot of information actually about the host, that's very interesting. And if you want to interact with us, just go to Tadima Clan on our. It's one of our Facebook groups. Just go to Facebook.com/slash/group/slash/Tadima/Clan, or just search it and hit us up there. It'll be a lot we of fun. We got a we got a Facebook group, guys. Join it, Tadima Clan. And yeah, and turns out that when you put stuff out on the internet, you'll get corrections back. I promise you that. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> There's people that know more than you on the internet, guys. Sorry to break your hearts. Right. No, but it's only to it only sets to encourage. Like it, if we get something wrong, we get something wrong. Just let us know, guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. We're human just like all of yes, y'all. Yes, so. it's a it's a dialogue here. Join yes. the conversation. Um we are now fully officially on iTunes and also all of whoop, the whoop, whoop, yep, whoop. All, all of your locations that you're looking for podcasts. So please, if you're enjoying the show, give us an iTunes review. It would mean a lot. And it would actually tie in very well to this contest that we're running, Jack. So guys, we are now in the early weeks and days of Tadaima, a Terrace House podcast. And so we really need your help. This is an absolute grassroots effort here, but we need uh, to, we're trying to build this community, this following here of Terrace House fans. You know, we're small, we're tight knit, we're misunderstood often, but damn it, we're here for you. And we want to build this up. Okay. So, uh, basically we're going to do a contest here. We're going to make it worth your while. And so essentially all you need to do to enter the contest is very easy. Three things. First, follow us on Instagram at Tadimagram, and then also follow us on Twitter at Tadimapod. And then the last thing you need to do, leave us an iTunes review or leave us a, re- a review anywhere, honestly, and preferably a good one, but I'm not going to strong arm <laughs> you into that. But if any, you know, any five-star reviews or any good reviews on iTunes is only going to help us again, gain that visibility. It's very important here in the early goings in the early weeks. So this is going to be, uh, you know, a, a contest that we're going to make it worth your while. If you do those three things, then you're automatically entered into the contest and you're it's going to be a good prize i promise you you'll certainly be able to buy yourself some boxers some uh some towels that say you're beautiful some body lotion but in all seriousness like this is going to be a good contest so this is something you want to join again just follow us on instagram follow us on uh uh twitter and facebook and then or no not facebook sorry and leave us an itunes review that's it okay let's do it and we'll remind you more you know with every episode and all that and uh we hope to wrap this up here uh several weeks down the road but don't wait now just go ahead and do it and get your entry in fast and help us out and if you miss those handles they'll also be at the end of the show so feel free to stick around then uh and if you also have any questions for us you can email us at questions at terracehousepodcast.com we'd love to read any of your feedback on the show if you want us to or anything that you think would generate good discussion you know would be we'd love to speak about it in your ears so that is the end of today's show this has been tadaima thanks for listening Email us at questions at terracehousepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram at Tadaimagram and on Twitter at Tadaimapod. Check us out on Facebook and YouTube at Tadaima, a Terrace House podcast.